Welcome back to the Florida Hockey Podcast, Justin Bedford, alongside Noah Russo. How are you doing this week, buddy? I'm well. I'm well. I'm good. Yeah. It's yeah. Busy? Busy. Busy, busy week. But yeah. Still no. hanging in there. Yeah. No, I have like the opposite. Not a very busy week. <laughs> like two meetings. And then I'm just trying to sort out some like personal stuff. So nothing, nothing too busy. Although today, like I wasn't having a great day, you know, as you know, sometimes days go. And I come home, and what do I see? My Spencer Knight jersey has arrived. What a way to turn the day around. Oh, my goodness. Big fire up. We'll be representing Spencer Knight uh, in the future. So very, very excited about that. That kind but, of surprise will turn a frown upside down 10 you know, days out of 10. You could be having, like, the worst day possible, but you show up, you, you see a Spencer Knight jersey on your doorstep, and let me tell you, like, I mean, just instant happiness, really. Instant. Instant happiness. But, yeah, I mean, other than that, really, like, not again, another week where there really isn't much going on in the hockey world. No, like, literally all. no news. I mean, that was – they were literally reporting on the fact that there was no news in the Kaprizov situation. Yeah, which is, like, fantastic. Um yeah, other than that, I mean, I know some teams have announced they're they're fully vaxxed or, or whatever. Um, some other, like, small stuff here or there. I know USA Hockey said that Stan Bowman will remain as their uh, GM for the Olympics, despite everything that's going on. So, kind of interesting. Not really surprising, though. Um, and at that point, yeah, that, that really is, like, it for news. Um, yeah. Yeah. So- um- not as surprising like well i mean not unfortunately it's not surprising that the u.s olympic committee made that decision no like i'm like i do i think they probably should have gone to someone else like probably because they have a ton of like incredibly qualified candidates that could have done almost the exact same job so like i mean really at the end of the day the teams would defer by what like one or two players yeah, so realistically, it makes, like, no difference. They could have just done it, but, like, I'm not surprised they didn't. Um, so, you know, we'll see. I'm sure they'll be good at the Olympics. We'll, you know, we'll talk about all, you know, Olympics and stuff in future episodes. But for today's episode, you know, we thought we would make our predictions for some of the NHL awards for next season um, because, yeah, not much going on. It is very early, very, very early. Uh, to be making these predictions, but nothing else really to do. So why not? Um, for obvious reasons, we're probably not going to do the Masterson Trophy because, like, uh, that would require someone to, like, have something bad happen and then come back. So we're not going to predict that. 
for, for those reasons. Uh, but we'll start with some of like the, the smaller awards right out of the gate, the Mark Messier NHL leadership award, the big one in some circles. Uh, do you have anyone in mind for this one? This is going to be realistically. You're just, you're just trying to pick a captain of a team. I don't know. I don't know. I was going to go with a, a little bit of a different route. Okay. Zidane Chara. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Florida Panther. Mark okay. Messier leadership award. All right. I like it. You think, I mean, you know, if, if he comes in and the Panthers, you know, absolutely. I mean, they're already like phenomenal last year, but if they come in, you know, they win some rounds in the playoffs, maybe win a cup. Uh, could, could big Z be in the mix? I think absolutely. Um, and again, I think it, like, it depends too, because obviously we're not in the locker room, so we don't know what guys are like as leaders for the most part. And depends on what leadership looks like. For me, I'm going to go with a guy who I believe has won it before, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, but he's with a new team now. I'm going to go with Mark Giordano on the Seattle Kraken. That's a good pick. Also, fun little side note, by the way, my parents were flying home like the other day from Calgary or to Calgary. And we're on the same plane as Mark Giordano and his family. No way. Just a fun little tidbit to throw in there. That's awesome. And great guy. Yes, great guy. Did he did win it 2019-2020? Yeah. He no, was the guy, award recipient. Yeah, no, guy's a legend. So why not? Yeah, let's give it back to him. Where it belongs. Um, all right. Yeah, so those, those are our picks. Um, am I confident in either one? No. But you know. That's what this is all about. And next up, we got another big one here. The King Clancy Trophy for Humanitarian Contributions. The current winner from last season, no longer in the NHL, has retired. It's Pecorine, um, who does so much, uh, did so much for that Nashville community. Tremendous player, tremendous goalie. Uh, can't say enough good things about him. Very deserving winner, but guaranteed not to win it this season. Who do you think's taking this one home? I mean, oh, this one's a, like, I, I, it's like so tough to judge these. <laughs> well, we're starting off with this, the, you know. I don't really even know why we're predicting these, but <laughs> because can you imagine if we get it right? <laughs> uh, like I'm just looking at these like past award winners, and there's just no way, no way, of like predicting it. Oh yeah, no, it's it's literally impossible. But I'm gonna go with a great guy. Um, hopefully he can bounce back on the ice. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm gonna go with PK Subban. <laughs> I was gonna say, PK, like that, like that, that's an easy pick because it's PK and we know he does exactly. A lot. It's such an yeah. easy pick because like a lot of guys like they, they do they do a lot of like charity work and stuff like that, but they don't always make it like unbelievably public. So it's like, it's really hard this one, but I, uh, I got two names in mind here and I'm going to throw the first one out here. It's Blake Wheeler who recently there was a story where he bought groceries for someone at the grocery store. It's huge. It's huge. So what a guy probably does a lot for the Winnipeg community, uh, Winnipeg, decent city. 
good times. So I'll, I'll go with Blake Wheeler as my first you, pick, just just solely based on on the grocery thing from a couple of days ago. Right. Right. Obviously. And then my other pick, I'm gonna go with a guy I see him on social media all the time, interacting with the fans, out on the ice with the kids, really engaged in the community where he plays. Uh, seems like a tremendous person. Has bounced around the league a lot. It's Florida's own Anthony Duclair. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking Duke is winning this one. So, easy. Yeah. Easy. Easy. I, uh, that almost might be a lock. I actually might throw down money on that one. Exactly. It's just too easy. I wonder, like, who would even give you lines for that? No one. I, I, no. <laughs> you would have to go no <laughs> to deep cut award. Um, uh, for sure. All right. Now, now we'll get into the actual uh, maybe perhaps more prominent awards. Um we're about kind of on ice stuff in the limelight and whatnot, but we got the Jim Gregory manager of the year award. Um, you could make the argument that Bill Zito was robbed of this award last year because he absolutely 100% was, I mean, he turned the team completely around both on the ice, the culture, the fan base is excited, but no, sure. Give it to Lou again because the Islanders, you know, play defensive hockey, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed to be the logic. It seems too easy to say Bill Zito. Well, like, Bill Zito, like, he, he, he obviously deserves it. He obviously deserves he it. obviously deserves it. Right. And he, he should win it. He should have won it last year. If the team does well again this year and, and wins a playoff round even or whatever, certainly has to be in the mix once again uh, to win it and probably is a front runner for it. Um, is there anyone else you want to throw in to the mix for GM of the year? Uh, Does Lou Lamorello three-peat? No. I, and if he does, I'm... I quit. I'm, yeah, literally. Like, Oh, he brought... No, but, he's, so, but he's brought in Zach Parise, you have to remember. I'm, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know about that one. Um, I, this is a tough one because I'm so convinced that Bill Zito deserves it and should win it. Hey, like, let, let's just go off the assumption that we're both saying Bill Zito's our pick, but for the sake of this award in this show, we should pick someone else on top if of that. If the team, if the team can make the playoffs, I will say Tom Fitzgerald. Ooh, I like it. If and they I, make the playoffs, I think he is a clear front front runner for like second in line, of course, behind Zito. But well, I, I think like, he's like, a clear front runner for that award because of just the turnaround that would have will have occurred in New Jersey. Yeah, I mean that, that's going to be like an interesting division because you got Philly, who like paid a lot, but they did get better in the off season. I would say the Islanders. Same as they always are. Devils got a good amount better. Columbus basically tanking, but looking good for the future. Carolina had a so-so off season. Pittsburgh, their top two centers are hurt. Washington's old. So that that division could just be a gong show. Like I, we're going to do a prediction episode at some point where we predict you know the standings. That one jumps off the page as the toughest to predict right out of the gate. Yeah. But I could very much see the Devils being in the mix for a playoff spot. And if they are, it's likely because of some of the additions they've made this offseason, which I think are great moves, bringing in Tatar, bringing in Dougie Hamilton, uh, 
They got some great young pieces. I think Jack Hughes is going to have a monster year next year. Uh, would not be surprised to see him, you know, put up some big numbers. And Our guy, Kevin team. Ball. Our guy, Kevin Ball. We might be the two biggest Kevin Ball fans in the world. In fact, I can almost guarantee that's true with the exception of probably his family and friends. You would hope. Yeah. We, yeah, we like that guy way too much. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with, a, you know, could you know in a different route here i'm gonna say kevin shovel day off in the winnipeg jets just because they needed to address their defense this offseason i think adding nate schmidt and brendan Dillon makes them a lot better logan stanley can maybe take another staff or just stay the same he was fine last year um their main concern was their defense and their defense got a lot better their forwards we all know what they can do they might have some issues in you know a year or so i'm just looking at some of their contracts a couple contracts are up um but winnipeg could be a much improved team next year you know they got one of the best goalies in the world uh and connor hellebuck i know you also think quite highly of him so mm. Jet, comment. jets could be a dangerous team next year that's all i'm saying and if so i think it's the defense that's the big reason why and so credit to to chevy and their team for doing that yeah, and I just want to throw another name out there, and I think it goes without saying that this guy could easily be. It's Kevin Adams, isn't it? It is Buffalo not. Sabres. It was not Kevin Adams, but I like what you're thinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm actually. This is seems like a fairly like obvious pick, especially if the team makes the playoffs. I think if the team makes the playoffs, it's gonna be hard not to give it to him. Is Ron Francis in Seattle? Yeah, yeah. If Seattle makes the playoffs, you gotta give them credit. I don't exactly. know because, like, they, to me, they don't look like a playoff team. Although the Pacific is kind of weak, and like they might squeak in. But like, I also thought like Vegas was quite poor on paper too. Exactly. So like, I'm not gonna judge until like ten games into the season, and then I'll exactly. And then we'll make up our bad. Then we'll make up our mind, and we'll just stick with that. Exactly. Uh, I'm gonna throw in one last name out there though. Uh, as and he will not win this award. He will not come even close to winning this award. But I think based on what you're trying to do and the moves they made, because they're not going to make the playoffs, they're not going to come anywhere close to the playoffs. But for for building for the future, laying the groundwork, it's time might not be now. It might be in the future. But I'm going to go Bill Armstrong, the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, I think I, I as soon as you started describing, I knew you what team you were talking about. Oh yeah, it was it was, it was obvious. It wasn't going to be the Sabers. <laughs> yeah. Um. Unfortunately, I think it's too performance driven. I, I that's why I say like it will not happen. But yeah. I, I would say he's had a good off season and a good, yeah, done a good I job. I definitely, definitely for, like that pick for for what they're trying to do. But yeah, he will not come even close. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we'll go to a player award. Last year, won by the defenseman for the first time in a long time, the Lady Bing Award, Lady Bing Memorial Trophy for the most gentlemanly conduct. Who you liking for this one? Man, this is like it's kind of seems like it's the kind of award that's like who's the least who who fits the hot like hockey player stereotype the least. Yeah, it really if you're a player, do you even want to win this award? Probably not. Yeah, although like I will say Jacob Slavin winning it last year while being a defenseman, highly impressive. Highly impressive. And like indeed. very well deserved. Very, very. Yeah. Um 
I have no idea who to pick for this one. This is really like, I have no idea. I, uh, guys who were in the mix last year, I'm not sure if they're finalists or not. I know like Matthews was in there. O'Reilly's already pretty good. Really, just the award is basically just like, did you take penalties? Yeah. Um, so those guys will probably be in the mix. Um, my pick for this one, I'm going to go a little off the board. I'm actually not even sure what this guy's like penalty differential is. He just seems like the type of guy who wouldn't hurt anyone out there. I'm going to go with Johnny Gaudreau. I was actually thinking of him. Okay. But I feel like he could get kind of angry and then like take pen- take stupid penalties. Oh, yeah. I feel like he might take like a dumb one. And it's tough to do because Daryl Sutter's system, it's like play hard. Yeah. Right. So he might dig in a bit, trip some guy up. But like to me, Johnny Gaudreau, like not. I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking a guy like Max Pacioretty with Vegas. You know, if he can play enough games without getting injured, like eh, I don't see him really taking penalties and getting like really his nose dirty that much. So why not? Yeah, it's a solid no, it's a solid, it's a solid show. All right, we'll we'll roll with those two guys for that one. But yeah, Lee Bing, tough one to predict. Um, we'll move on to the Selk trophy. Frank J. Selk Trophy, best defensive forward. The current holder of this trophy is our very own Alexander Barkov. Uh, Well-deserved, finally. Probably should have a couple more in his career, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> does does Barkov go back-to-back on this one, or are you thinking someone else comes in? I think someone else comes in. Uh, I don't, it's just, it's just this like... Isn't, this isn't to say that Barkov couldn't, like, go back-to-back with this, but I just... I don't see it happening really. Um, Bergeron obviously would be the easy safe pick. Realistically, every year it's like the same five guys. It's like Barkov, uh, Couturier, O'Reilly, Bergeron, Kopitar is usually in the mix too. Mark, and like Stone. Mark Stone. Those are usual suspects for this one. And they, I don't even think they like, they look at the stats. I think they just pick one of these five names. Or six yeah. Philippe Deno also, but it's going to be hard for him to kind of get to that level playing behind Kopitar. Yeah. I mean, you got two great defensive centers and then you got, you know, yeah. Quinton Byfield coming up behind you too. And then in a very, very far distance, also Alex Turcott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's a player. Uh, so, all right, so who are you going? Who are you rolling with for this one? Obviously, I would love to see Barkov go back-to-back, but I think this, it's it's hard in a really, like, subjective award like this for them to go back-to-back on a player unless it's Bergeron. Yeah, it would have to be, like... It would have like, to be a cut above. Like, basically, Barkov would have to have no goals against in the entire season. Yeah, he would have to be very clearly, by any measure, the best defensive player, I think. Yeah. I'm tempted to say Mark Stone because I feel like his it's his time. Yeah, because he hasn't won one, and he's always in the mix, but he is a winger, right? And so I feel like that hurts him every year. Yeah, it but definitely he's so does. Good. He's so good. Like he's so strong on a stick. Yeah. No, yeah. like no, it's a, you go with Mark Stone. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with, and this is really unfortunate. I don't want to do it, but I think he's a really good player, so I'm gonna have to. Um, but it's from our, our state rival, Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm going to say Braden Point. Because he's just 
I, I don't like it because of where he plays, but he is so good at hockey. So good. He is so good at the hockey. It's so not, it's straight up not fair. No, he is like, he's unbelievable in my mind. And, you know, as, yeah, as much as I don't like where he plays, like two way player, he's fantastic. He's got so much skill. Um, so I think he'll be in the mix, but yeah, he's going to be my pick for this one. Um, but we'll move on now to the Jack Adams Award Coach of the Year. Um, another I, award where a Panther was potentially robbed last season with Joel Quenville uh, not winning this award. The blasphemy. They gave it to Barry Trotz, right? No, they gave it to no? uh, Brenda Moore. Oh, that's right. So, obviously, I think this is a similar discussion to the Jim Gregory discussion. Is Where, like, it should, it should be Coach it Q. Should the, be, the Panthers do the things. Right. Both our votes are to Coach Q, but our second-place votes. Um, this is going to depend a lot. On... This one usually – the weird thing, this one usually is, like, basically which coach's team improved the most over last season, right? That's usually the case with this award. Mm-hmm. Except for last season when like the Hurricanes were good the year before and they were still good and they're like ah Brenda Moore. Yeah, Granado. it will not be Granado, that's for sure. Okay, wow. All right, already eliminating names. I know, I know. It's I'm already gonna say it's not gonna be Daryl Sutter in Calgary. <laughs> that's uh, the next one I was thinking of that wasn't gonna yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> like there's some there's some names right out of the gate, like I'm not even considering. I think yeah. Um I, I have one in mind for this one. And I actually think it's a pretty solid guess, pretty solid pick. So I'm going to say that the 2022 Jack Adam Coach of the Year Award is going to go to Gerard Gallant of the New York Rangers. I didn't even think, and that's him. It's a good oh, one, right? That's so good. That's yeah, so right. Because, like, again, and I think we're both on the same page where we were not a big fan of their their previous coach, and felt like <laughs> Keith Quinn was a, yeah, yeah. So I think we were both of the mindset of that that team could be a lot better than they were. Uh, we saw what Gallant did in Vegas. Um, he brought Team Canada back from a poor start at the the World Championships uh, in the spring there. So he's he's a terrific coach, and I think that team has a lot of potential. And I think that division's wide open; they could absolutely make the playoffs uh, in there. Terrific young core. You got Panarin, you got Zabanajad, you got Ryan Strom. I mean, your goaltending's fine; it's young. So Gerard Gallant, my pick for this one, if they make the playoffs, and obviously behind Coach Q. Yeah, oh, man, that's a good one. Tempted to say Todd McClellan. In LA. Ooh, interesting. I think that could be that could be really interesting depending on what I'm just I'm a little worried about their goaltending and their defense. In LA? Yeah. I would be I would be concerned about their goaltending if they didn't have Cal Peterson. Oh yeah. Um legend. It's I, I think it's gonna be interesting. I, I, I like you know, I think it's a good it's a decent pick. Not going Dave Hackstall. No. Although God only knows what can happen. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Todd McClellan. I think it's a sleeper pick. I think the Kings have a lot of upside. 
we'll, we'll see how I, I like what they've out. done this off season. Too. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it's yeah. I'll, I'll go Todd McCollum. Love it. Love it. All right. We got a fun one an award where there should be some Panthers players potentially in the mix. It's the Calder trophy rookie of the year. Last year, Kirill Kaprizov won the award and then proceeded to not sign a new contract. Yet. As of this recording. Uh, oh, by the way, um, before we move on from the uh, Jack Adams, uh, shout out to Coach Q. We're actually recording on his birthday. Of course, yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. we forgot. Yes, happy yes. birthday to Coach Q. It's his birthday. Uh, yeah. I just remember that. So, <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> Uh, happy birthday to Coach Q if you're listening. Um, Doubt it, but okay. <laughs> either way, and it's not even gonna be released on his birthday either. I Fantastic. already know him and Duclair are just waiting for this episode. I know. All right. Uh, yeah, Calder, who you got? Uh, I, I can't. I can't not say. Spencer Knight. <laughs> Spencer like, how can I not say Spencer Knight? Yeah, it would feel just completely wrong to not pick Spencer Knight for this one. I like mean, he's he's gonna get enough games. He's gonna split starts with Bobrovsky. No, nah, I don't think he will, man. I think he takes the net. <laughs> he does not take the net. He takes the net. <laughs> you take the teams in win now mode. I don't get it. Imagine just because you're paying Bobrovsky ten million dollars a year. If he's not playing well, I'm not playing him over Spencer Knight. I just got the jersey here too. Like I'm all in on Spencer Knight oh, at the moment. I'm, you know, and you I'm seeing not big Spencer Knight. I'm sorry. You know, and I'm seeing all you know the quotes coming out of Dev Camp right now. All the players talking about just how unbeatable Spencer Knight is. You know, all the the reporters talking about how great his footwork looks. Spencer Knight being like, I'm looking at Spencer Knight saying, you know, I look at it as I haven't made this team yet. You know, I'm still trying to make this team. You know, just humble, humble class act. Uh, so Spencer Knight got to be the pick here. Yeah, you know, I know. I, I know there might be some people that say, "Oh, what about Caulfield or Zegris or but Colson?" No, no, absolutely no. not. The it, other one I was thinking about was Put Colson just because he's a bit older. Yeah, and he's an absolute horse. Yeah, good guy. But too. sorry, dude, you're going up against Spencer Knight. Oh, There's and no any way. and any other year, Put Colson could win the exactly, Calder. exactly. But, they're in the same class as not only Spencer Knight, but Matt Kierstad and like Dennis Sanko. Oh, wait. Anton no, Dennis, Camp- Dennis Sanko played 15 games, I think, last year. Did he? Uh, yeah. But Anton Lindell. Anton Lindell. Yeah. So I'm not going to outright say Spencer. Actually, I won't outright say Spencer Knight on this one. I will just say a Florida Panthers rookie. It has to be. Could be Lindell. Could be Spencer Knight. Could they split the votes and share the award? It's all possible. I mean, we've seen stranger things, such as Lou Lemuriello getting the the Jim Gregory last season. So, exactly. So I'm very confident that uh, yeah, yeah, they can split this one for sure. All right, four more to go. Uh, we got the Ted Lindsay. So this is most outstanding player as voted by the players themselves. Um, I'm gonna I might go you know a bit of a hot take here. I'm gonna say Connor McDavid actually. You stole the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> like I don't know. Just, I don't know how you were thinking the same guy. 
It's just, you know what? I was watching him play last season, right? And I thought, man, if they actually called, like, the rule book against the eyes and, like, this guy and, like, actually called, like, holding and interference, like, this guy could put up 200 points. Like, minimum. It'd be ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, I think there is – yeah, I – it has to be McDavid. It's got to be. Like, it's, the, it's, only, it's... the only way it can't be McDavid is if he suffers a season-ending injury. Yeah. And – knock on wood that's so was, probably yeah, not yeah, because I, you know I was, yeah you want to watch him play exactly right and then if he doesn't like it could really just go to any other guy and that like next yeah. year a player like a dry side a matthews a, or a barkov a, yeah. a huberto a declare a, you know that kind of just tier below <clears throat> so uh maybe a jack eichel when he's not in buffalo <laughs> like I, I like our Tammy Panarin too if he's healthy. So, but realistically, like if he's healthy, it's it's McDavid. Yeah, it's McDavid. It's it's his award to lose. Absolutely. All right, now we got now we got an interesting one here. Ready? The the Vesna Trophy. The previous award winner was Mark Andre Fleury, who was then promptly dealt to the Chicago Blackhawks for nothing. Can I reuse a player I've already picked? there's no rules to this like i don't know why you're asking me (laughs) i didn't like email you a set of rules i just said yo this is what we're doing for the episode (laughs) um i mean i i feel like it's too easy it has to be spending night that's what i was thinking too (laughs) when's the call there i mean you said he was gonna split starts but yeah but that's how good he is he's gonna win the vezina splitting starts He's going to split the Vesna with Bobrovsky. <laughs> Bobrovsky is going to put up a crisp like 876 while Spencer Knight carries the load with a 943. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like what's like a really – because I'm looking at like obviously like Spenny Knight. There's the, there's the obvious candidates of like Vasilevsky, Hellebuck, right? Those those top, top goalies. Uh, your Craig Anderson's over there in Buffalo. Um, oh, Yeah. I oh you know there's a couple there's a couple I, I want to go with a couple sleeper picks here like if I was going like seriously I'd say Vasilevsky because I think he is the best goalie in the world he is right and then like right behind him at Spencer Knight but like not by much let's say yeah not the, the gap is small and closing by every second uh but I'm gonna go I'm actually gonna go with two off the board picks here who I think could maybe sneak in there potentially number one from a team that probably doesn't make the playoffs. In fact, almost definitely doesn't make the playoffs. But he might carry them there. Elvis Merzlikens. Because he said he would do it. <laughs> and I, and when Elvis says he's going to do it, I don't think he meant this season. I think he just meant in general. Yeah, I, I but, just, it's hard to, to pick him knowing team? what team he has in front of him. As much as I love Zach Wierenski, there's not much else. He on can't play defense. 60 a night. Exactly. But that's okay because he doesn't have to play 60 a night because you got Elvis Merzlikens in the cage <laughs> stopping everything. So that's gonna be, that's gonna be my one pick. And my other pick is gonna be a guy who was really good for me in fantasy hockey last year. And he plays behind a pretty good defensive team. Um, if they have an RFA who if that RFA signs, uh, they could be a real top, top team. I'm gonna go with Cam Talbot. No way. Oh yeah, I don't buy that for a second. Oh yeah, all day. Cam Talbot. No. 
Cam Talbot, 100%. You must accept. No. My three finalists for the Vesna, excluding Vasilevsky, because guy's basically a cheat code, it's number one, Merzlikens, Cam Talbot, and then Spencer Knight. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, like, if he can bounce back, Carter Hart definitely could be in the mix. But if he doesn't bounce back, I'm thinking he probably won't be in the mix. If he doesn't bounce back, I'm thinking he's got to get his shit together. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe philly wants to to go back to a familiar face maybe heart for bobrovsky one for one (laughs) can you imagine a heart knight tandem unbelievable your goaltending would be future proof i know it'd be unbelievable it will never happen another name i was thinking of though too also on a terrible team though nedelkovich i no i don't think so oh dude i'm I'm all in on Uh, nedelkovich nah I was also, yeah. We were trying to go like off the board because, like, I'm not going to say Hellebuck or Vasilevsky because that's boring. Well, Hellebuck for obvious reasons. Yeah, like he's almost a cheat code. Uh, Darcy Kemper could be a good one in in, in uh, Colorado. He's a good goalie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that pick. Yeah. There's no Cam Talbot, but he's good. I That's for sure. He is no Cam Talbot. That's well, a great thing. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I mean, it depends on who you ask. Uh, but yeah, anyways, that, that's my pick. Who, who are you going with? You yeah, going with Carter um, Hart? You want Carter Hart if he mounts his back? Nah, and I'm not really a fan of Carter Hart. All right. Wow. Disrespectful. All right. Uh, oh, were you thinking Cal Peterson? I was not. And I was not thinking Jack Campbell. Um, oh, Robin Leonard could be in there too, realistically. I'm thinking Freddie Anderson. Oh, that would be fantastic. Oh, no, Leafs fans. Dude, that would be amazing. That actually, that might be the outcome. Other than Spencer Knight winning it or Bobrovsky, that would be the outcome I would most want to see. 100%. Yeah, I'm going to go All right. Freddie no, Anderson I love it. in I love Carolina. It. It's fantastic. It's amazing. All right. Last two. Uh, this one you got right last year. It's the Norris Trophy. You said Adam Fox. Adam Fox won it. Well done to you. Congrats. So insane. I must be like one of four people in the world. Yeah. No, it's it's highly impressive. Highly impressive. Now, can you do it two years in a row? I can't. I don't think so. (laughs) Well, not with that confidence. Honestly, I want to retire from this award. Retire at the top, you know? No, no, no. But no, you you can't. Uh, Uh... Really tough one. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'm going to make my pick, and I'm just yeah, going to Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm hesitating on Seth Jones in Chicago with that change of scenery and Marc-Andre Fleury behind him. No, just go with it. Say Seth Jones. Make that I'm your pick. I'm not saying Seth Jones because I have other picks that I'm thinking about. You go for it. All right. Well, the obvious pick to me it's Kale McCarr because the yeah. guy he's unbelievable but no I'm not going to say Kale McCarr because like fuck that um and I want to say Aaron Eckblad too but like again coming off an injury you never know yeah. right and like you want to say Uyghur but it's like it's that's because you have both of them it's like and Forsling too where it's like I think they just split the votes right and neither of them win, none of them win it because no, of that exactly they just um, share it as a team I think you know you know I think Keith Yano might bounce back a bit in Philadelphia but I don't think he's going to be in the mix for this one I don't think so either. 
Uh, I will go with a guy who I really like. Uh, you know, I feel like people outside of his market, a lot of people don't understand how good he is. But, you know, if you know, you know type deal. I'm going to go with Charlie McAvoy. Oh, such a – I love Charlie McAvoy. He's so good. Ma- he is so- – an incredible skater he's such a stud on the ice he's like a deceptively good skater like he doesn't look like he would be a good skater but he is like so good i i I love mcavoy he great like i love his game yeah yeah i think that's a really good pick yeah and i think like especially like last season you really saw it like because boston yeah they lost a couple pieces on the back end uh and he was he was huge for them yeah like Ooh, another sleeper pick, though, for the Vesna. Linus Olmark. Big year last year in Buffalo. Playing in front of a much better team, behind a much better team now. Puzzling, puzzling move, but... He's good. He's good. Trust. Uh, This guy just signed a new contract, I think. I want to say Miro Heiskanen. Ooh, no, I like it. Dallas. Just I like signed a it. new contract. Big upside. Terrific yeah. skater. He, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Dude, the guy just yeah. floats out there. Unbelievable. And he was born the same year as us, so. Well, I, that, that, I think that I don't like that when you say that. because that No, makes it's me kind feel of like, like scary. We're doing a podcast right now. Talking about him. And he's talking making about like him, and $8 he's... million dollars a year. Yeah. To play a game for a living. Yeah. So. And, and we, and yeah. So. With that harsh reality check, I'm going to go with Miro Heiskanen. Yeah, no, if only we didn't suck at sports. Uh, (laughs) Great pick, great pick. Um, All right, well, I actually think between our two picks, I think one of us has nailed it. Yeah. 100%. I think think we're just locked in on the Norris Trophy. Yeah. All right, last award we're doing, last award for the night, the Hart Trophy. The obvious pick is Connor McDavid. The sleeper pick is Spencer Knight. Uh, yeah, we can't say McDavid is going to be our unanimous pick, but we have to pick another one behind him just yeah. for the culture, I guess. Um, yeah, for because otherwise it would be incredibly boring if we both just realistically we could have just said like two players for all these awards and like been done in like five minutes. Yeah. Okay, so no McDavid. Uh Hmm. there's like so many good players around the league obviously jack eichel on his new team yeah could be i was thinking that too um i mean and then obviously brain point comes to mind well you know who i'm just looking through teams right now you know who would have been a good another good pick for the norris like shay theodore Shay Theodore's so good and so his good contract is so, so good. It's ridiculous. It actually so like, good. It actually like hurts. Like when you look at that deal and then some of the other deals being thrown around. Oh man, it it stings. It's yeah, just it just stings. It's like I mean, it thank goodness. Like, well. Yeah, at least the Panthers have some nice deals on the books right now. Exactly. Thank goodness. All right. Who's your pick? Hart trophy, other than McDavid, obviously. I'll go point. Braden point. I'll go point, yeah. I'm going to go, ooh, like there's, it's such a bold call. Like this guy would need to have a monster year and he hasn't done it so far. And he's like so far off from it, but I kind of want to do it just because if I'm right, 
Uh, it looks sick. If I'm wrong, like fair play. I'm going to say huge leap in production, just absolutely blossoms with a much improved team around him. Jack Hughes. No, no, no. no. 98 points this year. Okay, I think that I'm going to be very... I think that's a terrible pick. I do too. <laughs> I think that's horrible. I think that's mean. Well, yeah, no, it's like, it's a terrible pick, obviously. But but what if... That's 100% true. Right, because like realistically, there's a word predictions. Like if I get it right and I pick someone obvious, like there's not really much to be gained there. That's true, that's true. Right, but if I pick someone well off the board, like realistically, like let, let's take that out of the equation. Like then realistically, like, I'd probably say like Austin Matthews. But do I really want to pick like a Leafs player? No, I don't. So like I refuse. So I won't say Matthews. And like Florida, Barkov could be in the mix. Um, yeah, like... There's, yeah, there's so many guys that could be in the mix. Like you could you could pick the best player on each team and they would be in the mix. Yeah. Except for a select amount of teams that just Arizona. have zero talent. Yeah. Yeah, Arizona. Oh, like, even Chit Chitron for the Norris, though, could be a good pick. Really okay. Now now that I'm just looking through the teams and like I'm thinking about like there are a lot more players we could have talked about for the Norris, but like we gotta stick with what we got. Yeah. Um Another like obvious pick would have been like McKinnon in Colorado. I mean, the guy makes him eat chickpea pasta for goodness sake. Like if that isn't most valuable player, I don't know what is like, sure. Like everyone's probably miserable there, but like, does it even matter if you're getting bounced in the second round? I don't think so. Like it does not. That's the price you pay for getting bounced by an expansion team. Um, Yeah. So like McKinnon would have been an obvious pick too. Like, yeah, I, there's a couple other like guys that are obvious, like Panarin's been in the mix before. So there are some names, but no, I'm gonna, I got to roll with Jack Hughes here. I just have to. I'm committed. Yeah, I already said to. it. I'm committed. I'm not going to edit it out. That's way I too love much it. work. I love it. I think it's, I think it's, I, I like the principle of the pick. I don't like the pick itself, itself, but. Yeah. But think about like, what does Jack Hughes do like really well? Zone entries and zone exits. So, but imagine all those exits and entries turn into points. He he's really good at camping on the top of the circle on the power play. Yeah, he can sneak down. I I assume he's worked out in the off season, put on some muscle. I would hope so. He's got his brother Luke in the organization now. That's got to get him pretty jazzed. Dougie Hamilton's gonna be slinging him the biscuit. He could just get like <laughs> he could probably and, and Dougie's got a shot too. So realistically, if he just like sends like a five foot pass to Dougie on the power play and Dougie just rifles one home, like that's easy points right there. Easy points. That's ninety eight points. In Dougie because it could have also gone for the Norris. Yeah, he could have, but like, like we, there's I, just I feel like the more we talk, the more we come up with just more people from for the Norris. <laughs> I know we're supposed to be talking about the heart, but every every time I look at the list of teams and stuff and rosters, I'm just thinking like, oh, could Adam Pellick win the Norris? <laughs> like, it's uh, just what it comes to. Um, but all right, yeah, we'll we'll walk in those picks. Yep. All right, and then I will make a nice graphic. I will tweet them out tomorrow. We're gonna get absolutely shredded on social media. I look it's forward gonna be. To it. yeah, I look forward to it too. Uh, love the interaction, good or bad. Uh, always fun as long realistically as long as people care then you know Honestly, that's all yeah. that's all it's, i'd rather that i'd rather get the hate than nothing uh so 
anyways, yeah, that does it for this one. Thanks to everyone tuning in and listening. We'll be back on Monday, the brand new episode where we talk about something else. We don't know quite what that will be yet. It'll be somehow hockey related. Some might be. We will see. Could be. Could be potentially. Who knows? Hopefully. Uh, we'll, we'll find out then. But yeah, thank you for tuning in listening and we hope to see you all then. Cheers. Barkov looking to get a step on Mete. Barkov to the net. Barkov between the legs. Oh!